Hello out there, you lords of small things. Welcome to Thrones of Game, the Game of Thrones podcast where we watch the series backwards. If you've never heard the show before, three episodes, guys. We're down to <laughs> three. Then let me just quickly explain and catch you up on everything we've been doing. My name is BT Calloway. I've already seen the entire show, and joining me as always is Elliot J. O'Neill, the man who had never watched a single episode of Game of Thrones until we started watching in reverse order. How are you doing over there, Elliot? I'm doing great. I feel like dancing. Dancing the water dance. <laughs> oh, we will get to that. We just watched season one, episode three, entitled Lord Snow. Elliot J. O'Neill, what just happened? I feel like this will probably be my last chance to do this, yeah. so... <laughs> yeah, this is... I mean, it's not a bad episode, but it's it's very much a pieces moving episode, and it's so many... I feel like we get so many introductions in this one as well. Or yeah. If not introductions, then establishing this is what this person is like kind of things, which for us, and we've gone backwards, we already know we already know how all these people die. Yeah. Uh, for us, it's a bit of a, uh, okay, cool, we're establishing this guy we already know. So it was a bit lackluster for us in this bizarre reverse watch. I, 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 it, just, it seemed to just keep going as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's fine. Yeah. Um, one of my biggest critiques of season one so far is that they hadn't got a hold of how to edit and pace an episode yet the pacing is odd in this one yeah like a lot of the episodes my uh uh, my problem is that it's too choppy and changey and like we keep jumping from things too quickly this one it's not even yeah like sometimes we're in here for a second and then we're like spending yeah 10 minutes in this one place and then like and then we go back to the first place but only for like 20 seconds and yeah yeah, it's, it's, yeah, just, I don't know what you call that, if it's pacing or plotting or what that is, but I agree, it's, uh, nothing feels complete by the time you leave mm. it, and then when you get back to it, it's like just stapling more on, it doesn't feel like individual bubbles of story. Yeah, and, you know, I've noticed a couple of times throughout the series, sort of, the quality and production dropping at various points, yeah. like, the big one for me was between th- Four and three. Going back to three, it felt like mm. there was a definite drop in the quality. And this episode, yeah, between episode four and this episode, especially like lighting contrast yeah. seems very off in this one. A few little scenes. And like we're back to like normal, like my 4K TV with Blu-rays and all that. We're back that. to all the fancy acronyms for things. Yeah. H- HDD, LTV, TVD. And I have cancelled Binge. Yep. Fuck Binge. Accidentally paid a week for it. So Oops. Damn. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Look, I mean, I reminded you on a podcast. What else do you want me to do? Um, for those of you playing at home, uh, I mean, uh, Ned, <laughs> this is the one where Ned arrives at King's Landing and Catelyn arrives at King's Landing, which I forgot happened, uh, and Sansa and Arya arrives at King's Landing. and It's weird in episode three that we're seeing the last time Ned and Caitlin see each other. Yeah, there's a lot that I'm like, I, I did, didn't even know this was the point where this happened like yeah. one kind of big moment that stood out for me but for better or worse um is is this bit where um you know localus uh daenerys's brother has a moment of losing power and it's like it's episode three did he ever yeah. have power <laughs> like i know there was an episode uh, i think two two episodes from now in five where i think maybe it's when he gets his head melted or just before that i can't remember episode six was the golden crown so so yeah maybe in episode five where we realize that oh she's the one who's married to the you know guy the mm. carl and therefore shares the power by proxy no it's in episode three where this happens and it's like Again, I I remember the shift of power moving from her, from him to her. I don't remember it happening this early. Yeah, 
But uh, yeah, here we are. She's all like, oh, everyone stop the caravan. I'm going to walk out in the shrubbery for no apparent reason. And then he rides up and is like, ah, you don't tell me to stop. And then Gar's like, do you want me to murder him? Because I'll murder him. It's fine. Mm. He has no power already. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but that's not my MVP. Uh, that'll be something else. But curious for you, Ellie J. O'Neill, what is your most valuable part of this episode? Oh, no. I got a couple. I got a, I got a, I'm, I'm chambered on a couple if you want. Um, uh, I like Rob's speech. Um, I like how that all plays out, even with Jamie's smudgeness and arrogance right now. Um, yeah. Like, I felt like that was a pretty good scene. And yeah, I, I like Rob a lot. And um, I'm bummed that we didn't get to see more of him. Yeah, and I mean, then he was kind of cer- ceremoniously dumped from the series as well. It's just well, he, he was, got poisoned. Yay! He was dead. What do you want? I know <laughs> it's more a dramatic death. I mean, fucking Ned got his head cut off, and everyone was like, "No!" Rob was just lying in bed, like, <laughs> "I'm dying now." My death is going to cause every single significant incident for the remainder of the series. Blech. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Ned, take a note and don't have any witnesses in the room for yeah, fuck's sake. Yeah, I still don't get that. It's like, I want you to open that after I die. Um, why? Why Why not just call everyone in and make a big announcement? Fuck you! <laughs> I'm drunk. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a pretty good way. Rob sitting around talking with that guy who ends up jo- joining Dan Brady after he gets mm. fired. Oh, yeah, I, that's I forget right. his name. Uh, even now, I still don't know that guy's name. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's talking about the first killing, and you know, he talks about uh, his first kill, and he was walking through the swamp, and he hit this guy with a hammer, and gods, I was strong back then. And mm. that's a good line of, they never tell you about how they shit themselves. Shitting isn't in the songs. Just delivering it in that fucking, I don't know, two bottles or two f- casts of wine deep yeah. sort of way. is like, ah, the good times. <laughs> like, yeah. But, like, he's almost emotionless in uh, his delivery, yet, he, uh, I don't know, it's... No, I agree, it's got this... Nuanced bit, performance. This bit, not so much of, ah, the glory days, it is it is a bit, ah, the glory days, but also, the glory days, which were all full of mud and shit, and that yeah. was real. I think it's the, the effect of a guy who's surrounded by finery after fighting for it, and again, as we said last time, he, he enjoyed the conquering, and now that he's conquered, he's kind of bored. Yeah. And it's, you know, missing the days where things were real, and it was, you know, they have ballads and songs about his greatness, but they don't talk about the shit and the mud. Mm. Yeah, I think it, yeah, I agree. It's a great little just delivery of how they very well realize this character, and it says a lot, not even in subtext, but just in delivery. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then he teases Lancel Lannister's like, that's a really stupid name, Lancel. So did I already know this, that he's also related to Cersei, even though... Even He's though he gets his bone on with Cer- that is Cersei's M.O. Mm. Yep. Yep. She digs long walks on the beach and men she's related to. <laughs> uh, and then Brooke brings in Jim Jam Lannister and asks about stabbing the, the Mad King in the back. And I do remember you saying yeah. at one point you didn't realize that that's why he was called Kingslayer. And it's like, well, here you're getting plenty of reminder about four people go, ah, Kingslayer. Remember yeah. when you slayed the Mad King? Remember that? So, and the Mad King was a Targaryen, yep. which is why um, Daenerys and fucking um, Violet Beauregard over there. Um, <laughs> wait, no, it wasn't Violet, because Violet's the one that turns Violet, right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> the annoying one in... Well, there were a lot of annoying ones in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Whatever. All <laughs> hey, this is not Chocolate of Factory. This is Thrones of Fame. <laughs> Uh, yeah, man, I think my MVP, I mean, it's real, it's, it's tempting and I will throw to that later. Uh, I got a lot of half MVPs on this one, honestly. Yeah. 
Uh, Jon Snow sparring with everyone. You, again, we talked about when is Jon Snow made out to be a great fighter. Here we go. Yep. Even dipshit Night's Watch guy even likes him at this point a little bit. Mm. Uh, though he goes to hating him for no real reason. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And it's sort of, I felt the opposite of that in this episode as well, where all of a sudden, Gren and Pip really warm up to him out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, they just all related after having Tyrion point out that they're all miserable. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. It, it is a bit sudden, but I guess it goes from Jon hitting these guys because he thinks they're meant to be his equal and not realizing that they've never held a sword before yeah. to, oh, I'm actually going to you know point out what they're doing wrong and uh, actually help them. And that's, yeah, it's a bit of camaraderie. Hmm. And then I guess that pisses what's his face off. But yeah, screw it. Sir Alistair, whatever his name is. Screw that guy. Um, I also quite like Jim Jam meeting Ned Stark, and they have these like little casual, you know, mm. mean of girls swipes at each other. Oh, the, p- like, the passive aggressiveness. Oh, it's beautiful. It's all like, oh, you know, I've heard that the, uh, you know what they say, the king shits and the hand wipes. Aha, that's <laughs> you now, Ned. You're going to wipe butt. And then, you know, Ned's all like, oh, you've got some nice armor there. Not a scratch on it. You must choose your opponents well. Yeah. Ooh. And then it, Jim Jam's like, oh, well, your brother died here and your dad. Eh. Eh, they're screaming and you know Ned's all like oh well you did nothing he's like dude no one did anything it was a king and then yeah. Ned has the final mic drop you served him well while serving was safe yeah it's like, oh burn fucking take that you smudge bastard yeah I know I mean his brother and father may have got set on fire there but Jim Jam got burned <sighs> yeah that's what you come here for just just witty wordplay out the wazoo <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I think my MVP absolutely has to go to Ferrero Rocher, <laughs> Sierra Pharrell, the water dancer. His intro is so good. I, I had no idea. Again, super bummed that we get him for a total of three episodes. I know. Well, that's, this is back when Game of Thrones was infamous for, he's an amazing character, dead. Yeah, but we got the dude for so many more. I know. I, I wanted know. to see the water dancer train yeah, Arya. Couldn't the dude take off his face and be Sierra Pharrell oh. all along? And it would be like, oh my God, he's back. If they still had, yeah, the dude for the same amount of time, but then at some point revealed him to be Ferrero Rocher, I would have so been into that. I know. Uh, that would have all been worth it, honestly. But he's so good in this one, and I love... Like, oh, but it would have happened backwards. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, sorry, yeah, go on. Uh, and I do love Arya's face when she's learning to train. Like, she's getting her ass handed to her, but it's just like this dumb grin of, mm. I'm learning how to fight. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just got stabbed. And I would have bled to death. <laughs> yeah and even then he's got he talks about you know the what this is not the westeros way of the dancing the f- dance of knights yeah this is the bravos dancing the water dance you know men are filled with water and you poke them with a sword and it <laughs> leaks out it's like that is so dumb when you say it it's so cool yeah exactly <laughs> oh and his stance is just amazing as well just the way he uh, confidently arches himself and um and it is a dance that he's doing with Arya, yeah. and it's quite elegant, and it's a beautiful, charming scene. I know. I should look this up. I'm really curious if that's a fighter they taught to act or an actor they taught to fight, because mm. he does seem to have it completely down. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was it was thoroughly great. And I even like, you know, Ned comes in and does a little watch, and is like, oh, my girl, who doesn't want to be a lady, look at her go. But <laughs> then, like, the clank of wood against wood becomes like the shing of steel on steel, and he starts thinking about... Oh, I've taught it a fight and people die doing that. <laughs> mm. uh, no, I thought that was done really well where, yeah, they're fading out the the laughs of Arya and the water dancer and, yeah, replacing the sound effects and sort of giving it a bit more of that, like, 
cloudy sound. Yeah. Like, as he's getting a bit of PTSD in the moment, I thought it was, yeah, artfully just ah, spectacular. Fantastic. From a scene that I had a big, stupid grin on my face to, like, genuinely having some weight to it. Ah, fantastic scene. If you're going to, yeah, have a bit of a slog of an episode, end it on a fantastic high note like that. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, then we move on to our next question. Nudity! That was a little bit. A little just, just, just you know, incidental nudity. Uh, you know, at, at the bordello of Baelish. Yeah, like uh, Cat arrives there, and uh, Baelish mm-hmm. is all like, "Hey, I know you were coming. What to do? Coming to my hang out in my brothel?" And she's like, "So insulted." He's Excuse like, the boobs. <laughs> so, had at least try to sweep the boobs away. So, I think she knows where she is. Yeah. Um. But okay. Cool. Uh. Yeah. And that's about that's that's that. Yeah. There's pro- not much to. They're not power boobs. They're not you know uh, oppressed no. boobs. They're just. They're boobs that are existing in the world. Yeah, they're just background boobs. They're backdrop boobs. Um, that said, when uh, Catelyn first comes in, she kind of gra- like snarls at Littlefinger and is like, did she say, do you take me for a back alley Sally? <laughs> because that's what I heard. <laughs> and I feel like that kind of seems far too whimsical yeah. for Game of Thrones. I assume I have to have heard that wrong. However, I kind of like it. It's kind of funny. Mm. Back alley Sally sounds like a Creedence Clearwater song or something. <laughs> <laughs> Or the worst version of Mustang Sally. Yeah, or the better one, because that's mm. not a great song to begin with. Not really, eh? Hey. No. Um, you know, little fingers are like, oh, I knew you were... Uh, sorry, Catelyn's all, how did you... How did, nah, I was, God, I nearly did my, cat, my little finger voice for Catelyn. <laughs> She's all, how did you know I was coming? And he's all like, well, I have a friend. And Varys walks up and says, oh, yes, I dun, knew dun, you were dun, coming. Dun. And then she's like, well, how did you know? He's like, oh, I have many eyes around and I just know things, bitch. It's what I do. I'm Varys. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, but that was about it. Ah, and then Bailey's like, the one thing that you don't know, the dagger, is mine. Dun, dun, dun. dun. A lot of fucking, yeah, dramatic gerbil or whatever it was can be inserted into this scene. Yeah, it wasn't like passions in the way it was shot, but in like the dialogue. And it's like, oh, but I lost this in a bet, a bet with Tyrion Lannister. Smash cut (laughs) Yeah, Uh, a lot of that. It was... I guess they're still working out the tone. It is episode three. Yeah, mm. uh, man. I had another note. In- oh, yeah. We had some uh, Dan Brady side boob. That's about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. As, uh, for the first time, I'm pretty sure, we're seeing someone else braid her hair. I know. We see it happen. This is before she learned to do it only with confidence. Mm. I was just trying to wonder, is this Dan Brady's first braid? This is this could Ooh. be huge. And then we find out the whore is pregnant. Mm. Sorry. I just remember that episode and I like saying it like that. It's funny. Fair enough. <laughs> Try it at home. Or don't. Whatever. We're going to tell you what to do. Pew, pew, pew. Uh, but then I do like Jorah Mon when he finds out Dan Brady is pregnant. He's like, I have to go now and go home for sleep. <laughs> and then just the sound of, you know, rapid footsteps and a car starting and driving away. Mm. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's. How did no one figure out he was trying to betray her in these early seasons? Yeah, that's right. It's pretty goddamn obvious, but okay, <laughs> fine, whatever. And yeah, a quick scene of her like, it's a boy. How do you know? I know. It's not a really sufficient pregnancy test. Yeah. Even then, they don't reveal what the gender is. Nah, nah. Gender reveal parties were way simpler back then. <laughs> Carl just fucking slices open a horse and a <laughs> little balloon flies out. Oh, it's a girl. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> yep. Uh, man, I think that does it for nudity. Yep. Uh, so then we'll move on to our next question. Violence. Which, I mean, I realize isn't a question, so it should be violence. Yeah, uh, but it was like training violence. We saw yeah. 
groups of people training. So yeah, yeah. this is practice violence. Again, I got a lot of half notes. Like I had a lot of half uh, MVPs, and I got a lot of a few half nudities. Yeah. And now I've got some half Vs for sparring. Does that count? Yeah. yeah. And it's violent, but yeah. it's not violence. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't earn its soft C. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Rob remembering and sparring and sparring and. That's actually all I have for the violence question. Yep. Wow. Yeah. And we pretty well covered those already. Yep. All right. Well, let's ask our next question. Who pees off the wall <laughs> and then doesn't watch his hands before shaking Jon Snow's hand? Oh, gross. <laughs> just saying. Tyrion just pees off the wall and then shakes Jon's hand. I wanted him to have a reaction like, yeah. ah, no. Yeah. <laughs> but no, he just shakes it. He's like. Okay, I guess maybe it was different back then. Maybe mm. they were like, ah, pee is cleansing. Ah, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, it's sort of in this weird <laughs> uh, galaxy long, long ago, but somehow in the future sort of place. Anyway. They just have hand sanitizer. I don't know. I got nothing there. Yeah, this is going to be one where we really have to free-for-all because the questions are not guiding us at all at this point. Really not. We're, and, we're pretty uh, much out. <laughs> yeah, let's just hope the pilot and no. the after-pilot are more exciting than this yeah, one. Yeah, but comment on the heart, stealing from our own show. <laughs> yeah, um, I thought it was a very nice scene between Ned and Catelyn. They have a, yeah. It's just well-acted. There's not a whole lot to it, but they're just having a quick discussion like an old married couple, and then there's a very tender farewell. And then his last words are... Away we are. Yeah. Didn't even give her the full width. Just yeah. we are. Can't believe my last words to her were no footlongs. <laughs> uh, yep, just going to steal from all the other shows until we make a show of our own. Yep. Um, let's see. There's a somewhat violent scene where Joffrey is getting his boo-boos cleaned. Yeah, very clean boo-boos for a wolf bite as well. Mm. Uh, that said, I do actually quite like this scene because, you know, first of all, Joffrey is hurt. Good. <laughs> but uh, for once, we're seeing a little bit of lacking confidence in him. Yeah, uh, we see him becoming the monster rather than being the monster, which is nice. Mm. Uh, I will still say that this show really turns on him quick, as in he goes from this to giving that apology to Sansa to ordering Ned's head cut off to making Sansa stare at the head yeah. with, like, no development. But I do like his bit here of, like, oh, I just, you know, got bit and screamed. And then Cersei's like, that's not how we're going to remember it. What happened was mm. you fought it off and slayed it bravely, defending the Stark girls from their mad wolf. And he's like, that's not what happened. It's like, ah, look, this, your dad was a rebel and a traitor until he won and then he was a liberator. Yeah. This is how you spin your own legacy. It's a good little bit. No, that's it. And even more of, yeah, talking about what goes on behind the scenes. You know, you will marry the Sansa girl, but you can fuck whoever you want. Yeah. You know, you, you stick your dick wherever, dude. I was, again, I knew this quote of, she says, if you want to fuck painted whores, you'll fuck painted whores. And I was like, I thought it was way like season three or four. Yeah. Nope, episode three. Cersei's just <laughs> like, look, if you want to bang noble virgins, you just, oh, you go for it, you know? This is her version of the birds and the bees talk. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, but it does end with her going like, you'll do something nice for Sansa, but I don't want to. Yeah. And then we see him giving her the necklace. We did wonder at that point, was this genuine? Or was this something he was told to do? And here's our answer. There we go. Uh, so he is continuously a dick. Oh, a note of violence. I forgot was Arya versus table. <laughs> She's just stabbing that table. And is all like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm practicing for stabbing the prince. Yeah. I is. Yep. 
Just fucking, what did that table ever do to you, Arya? Ah, oh, it's talking shit, I guess. <laughs> do you even know uh, how, how to use a sword? Yes, yeah, with the pointy end. <laughs> yep, that was highly quotable and on multiple t-shirts. Mm. Um, yeah, Ned's got the line of, war was easier than daughters. <laughs> oh, women. <laughs> that felt like such a sitcom moment. Like, yeah. Uh, like, yeah, the crowd laughter rises up and then, you know, the Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yep. The Channel 10 watermark appears and then the ads start and that <laughs> uh, goes out for a piss. That said, I do really like the, you know, little chat between uh, Arya and Ned. It is a very yep. fatherly moment. And yeah, it's a little bit, you know, sitcom-y. But it's, you know, it works. It's very sweet. Mm. Actually, I have a minor MVP for oh. the old crone. Fucking yeah, go for it. Telling the uh, the horrible stories of the White Walkers and the Long Winters, you fucking you ah. soft little child. This whole like beginning was fantastic because like a crow rocks up and wakes up Bran, and you know she's like, "Ah, all crows are liars." Like, <laughs> I mean, wild accusation, lady, but it sounds great. <laughs> and then I do like Bran's like, "I like the scary stories," and she's like, "No, you don't want to hear those stories about the long nights when the dead come walking." for you with yeah. their wolves and their large pale spiders as big as horses it's like, just slides into a scary story so seamlessly it's like mm. oh I like you old lady come read me stories please <laughs> yeah it's a shame that we didn't get to see more of this relationship I really mm-hmm. see like you know a princess bride sort of thing happening here with <laughs> by the end Bran's not no no come on she's like I think this guy is too scary for it's you it's just more kissing you won't like it. well maybe I'll like the kissing part now <laughs> and they grow as people and Fred Savage is there and everyone's happy bride of princess <laughs> uh, yeah another thing I'm trying to remember did our, um, Arya and Brienne ever hang out because they totally should have Arya and Brienne yeah I thought they were sparring once <sighs> did I cannot remember now I don't know I know there's a brief moment where Brienne defeats the hound and is all like you need to come with me and she's all like nope Bye. Oh yeah. But I can't remember anything else. I think no, I think, I think you're right. They do spar when they're like getting ready to defend Winterfell, but that's about it. And it's like, given that Brienne is everything Arya wants to be, yeah. It's just, it, I mean, I appreciate why it didn't happen, and it would have been forced to shove these two characters together. But you know, fan fiction—that's got to be a thing. I want to read that comic book. Totally. Yeah, that'd be fun. Sure, it never happened, but fuck it, it sounds fun, and we're all about the fun. Ah, uh, man. What else you got on notes? Because we're just going to pew-pew right now. <laughs> yeah, just um, not a lot. <laughs> where where were we at in the notes? Um, I the mean, same with Jamie and Cersei. I mean, whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's we know this at yeah. this point. Uh, he's all like... Oh, I mean, he does have a great line of like, I'll go to war against the king and it'll be the war for Cersei's cunt. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh my, did he really say that on television? HBO, why, I never. To his own sister that he fucked? Wow. <laughs> um, no, it's good seeing Baelish get choked. A little bit yeah. more violence there, I guess. Although, kind of a dick move by Ned, because, you know... Baelish is all like, your wife is here. Oh, I have her in the whorehouse. And he's like, fuck you. What are you doing? You, you like, this is some yeah. kind of joke. And then strangling. And then she pokes her head over the window. He's like, uh, Ned, I am actually here. He's like, he doesn't even give him an apology. He's like, not like a, oh, Saz, I thought you were being an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> My bad. It is you, Baelish. <laughs> but just uh, lets him go and just walks off. It's like, dude, I mean, I feel like you owe him a bit of a something here. What does he say about the Starks as well? Like, uh, like, uh, I think something he just called him dumbasses, basically. Strong anger and slow wit or something like that. Yeah. Quick to anger and slow-witted, I think. Yeah. 
Uh, but then Kat does give him the cut down of like, Littlefinger has been like a little brother to me. A little brother, not in like a Cersei way, yeah. <laughs> but in like no interest in him. Not it, just gross to even think about. In terms I look of at him the way you look at a pencil. <laughs> yeah, not even that. Because I mean, a pencil, that's useful. You'll touch a pencil. I'm not touching. <laughs> I, I want to hold it. <laughs> yeah. So you look, you, look, you look at him the way you look at a little finger that's severed on the ground. <laughs> Ew. Someone else sweep it up, please. So yeah. like that. Yeah. Um... The wall seems to change size a lot. <laughs> uh, to be entirely fair, apparently uh, when they were you know, first doing the production of it, and then in the book it says it's 10,000 feet high, mm. and then when Ger Martin saw like their images of it, he goes, oh, is that 10,000 feet? And they're like, yeah. Oh, I may have made that too big. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't really have a concept for how big that was. Yeah, because I, I don't know, just uh, I guess this was, yeah, smaller production days, but yeah. this one I estimated at about like 10, maybe 12 stories high. Yeah. Whereas other times it's been, yeah, insurmountably tall, especially the one where they're ice climbing on it is yeah, just, yeah. yeah, impossibly high. Yeah, well, maybe we can take artistic merit in that in the sense of when you have to climb it, it looks a lot bigger. Yeah, sure, sure. I guess. Uh, but no, that, this episode did make me think about a complaints of that climbing episode of mm. no one was falling out of exhaustion. They were all falling because they hit traps and bits of the wall collapsed. And yeah. it's like, no, no, you need to make this harrowing as in hard, as in show us people failing at it. Mm. Game of Thrones, your many mistakes. Let's not think about those. Oh, and uh, I had a note of who's this dead guy? Did I ever meet this dude again, or did he just go off to be with the Rangers? The guy who looks like he's one of the members of Dream Theater. Ah, uh, I mean, the guy, uh, Benjen. Benjen, that's Benjen it. Benjen Stark, yeah. He, Deus Ex Machina, is like, like in five seasons. Oh, Benjen Stark. Yeah, yeah, I had the same thing, because he looks like a slightly melted Adam Driver. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he goes off, he's like, I'm going to go north of the wall now for like four seasons. Yeah. Yep. I'll come back when you're ready to show your bum, John. Bye. Oh, that's right. The horse guy. Yeah. Wow. There we go. Yep. Um, we find out a bear's balls are apparently chewy. Mm. <laughs> when Tyrion's just talking to this guy from the Night's Watch, who's the one later on in King's Landing when uh, Ned's getting his head chopped off? He's like, Yeah. He just says Baylor, and that's what all that counts. And he's all like, Ah, oh, you're a stupid boy. Now cut your hair and pretend to be a lad. You know that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like I said, this is this is setting up all the kind of dominoes that are going to knock down in the future, which, while very important and interesting, it's not fun to watch someone set up dominoes. No, not really. Mm. You don't watch those YouTube videos for the, yeah, two hours of setting up dominoes. Yep, although we do get a good quote from Benjamin that does come up later of, uh, nothing before the, before the word but counts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, and that- then Tyrion's still delivering that, but, <laughs> but, yeah. Turning it's it into a two-syllable word almost mm-hmm. with the t- at the end of the t- but. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, let's see what else have I got on notes here. Uh, What's the strangest thing you ate? Dornish girls. Oh! Fucking game of bros. <laughs> Sometimes it is, bro. Sometimes <laughs> it is. Uh, yeah, we have a you know start off with a meeting of the small councils, small council, and that's where you know the title for, my, for our for our listeners comes from. They're all like, uh, we are the Lord of Small Matters mm. from Varus, because you know Varus constantly rules. Uh, man, what else we got? I'm just trying to flip through my notes. What haven't we covered yet? Um, yeah, there's the scene where um, what's his face is demanding a different uh, dish for um, Cersei because I mean, no, sorry, Daenerys yeah. because apparently uh, one's diet changes a lot when you're pregnant, and unfortunately for her, it's neither rabbit season nor duck season, <laughs> so can't get her any of that. Nice cut. Um, 
Yeah, I do like it also ends with George going, oh, we'll kill one of the goats. Like, you had goats this entire time? Yeah. You've been arguing about rabbits and duck season and <laughs> wabbit season. And like, you went to dogs. <laughs> you went and to you dogs. Didn't... You have a goat this whole time. <laughs> ah, Jorah, just sometimes, I don't know what your deal is. Just don't give her any of the uh, goat's milk because you're not meant to have soft cheeses when you're pregnant. There we go. And I assume that's the softest of cheeses, milk. Mm. Yep. Especially goat's cheese. They generally make a lot of, like, fetters and... Sort of things like that. Real, like, soft, crumbly ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, I think I'm out. Yep. <laughs> Which, uh, bit of a short one. Will I do a remix? Probably not. I'm not going to have time. Uh, so, we must ask our final question. How did we get here? Um, well, uh, so- someone told me that the second episode of Game of Thrones... Is- I've got birds everywhere. Um, they told me that the episode is called The King's Road. Hmm. So, road trip! Woo! But also, we'll say next week we might do that uh, long teased uh, fun facts episode. Maybe we'll uh, we'll stretch out this final season a little bit longer. Well, you yeah. know, I mean, I think our final episode we'll have to take the Harry Potter and just split into two <laughs> and uh, stretch that over a couple of. No, we're not doing that. Or are we? I haven't decided yet. That's that's future me's problem. Renegades. Yeah, pew pew pew. You should have known pew, by pew. now. We've been doing this for. 71 episodes. Good lord, that's amazing. God, we're great at this. I know. <laughs> and you are too for listening. I yes. don't know what the finger gun was. Ah, <laughs> uh, look. It was just a clicking for them at home. I know, but uh, <laughs> I think I think they could visualize the finger gun. <laughs> Alright, well, I've obviously gone slightly insane, so let's wrap this up. Yep. I've been BT Calloway, that's Elliot J. O'Neill. Goodbye! And for now, our watch is ended. Pods. It's like I've never done this dance before. (laughs) Headphones, so you can hear everything. Yes. Practicing with a wooden mic first. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you keep talking. It must be an extension of your arm. Can you drop your arm? (laughs) This is how you podcast.